Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, this is Zivi Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. And speaking of books, I have two of my own books coming out this spring and summer. Princess Charming is a picture book, which debuts on April 19th, and Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature comes out on July 1st, and it is truly a labor of love. I hope you'll pre-order, order, and join me on tour as I go across the country. You can find out more at zibbyowens.com or bookendsmemoir.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at zibbyowens because I always post about everything. Enjoy the show. Jane O'Connor is the author of Good Job, George. She is also the author of the best-selling Fancy Nancy series, which Disney Junior has made into an animated TV series. She's also an editor at a major publishing house in New York. Good Job George was inspired by her granddaughter, who receives constant praise from her proud parents. Welcome, Jane. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss your latest book, Good Job George. Well, thanks, Sibby, so much for inviting me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so really exciting. nice to see you. It's been a while. <laughs> It has been a while. So for people listening, this is so crazy. So when I had my one and only, it turned out, meeting at Penguin Random House with Margaret Anastas, my editor for Princess Charming, who was just on our Zoom saying hi to us both, I was sitting in her office and were you there right when I got there or something? I said- I, I think I was. I I'm, think you were too. Besides being a writer, I'm an editor at Penguin Random House. So that- I don't just stalk the offices. 
<laughs> well, you were there and she introduced us and I was so excited because I was like, oh my gosh, I've read every Fancy Nancy in the world to uh-huh. my daughter. Seriously, she was obsessed, my older daughter. And then we realized that your son was good friends with my brother, who of course I've known like forever, which is crazy. So, I mean, I, I, he could have mentioned to me. <laughs> But that's who Many you connections. <laughs> Many connections, but that's very exciting. So before we talk about Good Job, George, your latest picture book, can you back up and just explain how you became, uh, were you an editor first? Were you a children's book author first? Like, what is your whole trajectory? Like, how did we get here? <laughs> well, it's been a long trajectory, but I was an editor first. I've been an editor in children's book publishing for ever. And for a while, I was reviewing books as well between jobs. And I was doing some reviewing for the Time Sunday Book Review. And the more books I read, the more I wanted to try and write one. And so the first book that I wrote was a young middle grade novel called Yours Till Niagara Falls Abbey about a girl who goes to summer camp and is miserably homesick and was very much patterned on nine-year-old Jane. But I never, I never went to being a full-time writer. I really enjoyed editing and I kind of did both. And then I was publisher of the mass market imprints of Penguin Children's Books for about 10 years. And I was really, I was really wanting to write more. And I asked, and they let me go part-time and go back to just editing, not being a publisher. And that was when I started writing Fancy Nancy. Fancy Nancy was the first picture book I ever wrote. And I also wrote the first adult novel that I ever wrote. (laughs) And so it's been now 20 years uh, that I've been part-time and I get to do both things, which is a great combo. That's amazing. I, lo- I just love that. How did you how did you come up with the idea for Fancy Nancy and then now George? Like, where do these characters come from in your consciousness? If you could even answer that question. Yeah, yeah. No, I can. I was, as Zibby kind of half mentioned, I have sons. I have two huge grown men, <laughs> but no little girls to play dress up with or have tea parties with. And one night I was making dinner for my family and all of a sudden the name Fancy Nancy flew in my head and I got kind of the beginning of it and the end. It was the middle that took me a while and it was patterned. I was, I am not a fancy person and I was not, you know, a big doll lover or playing with, but I like to dress up. And every Sunday, my, when I was like five, my grandmother and my great aunts used to come to visit and I would come glumphing out in a pair of my mom's high heels and a tutu, dripping jewelry. And I, I thought I looked glamorous. And so that was the kernel for the idea. And I never imagined it would become such a big part of my life, but 
it was loads of fun. And especially going to bookstores where these little divas would show up. (laughs) It, it It was great. And then almost four years ago, my older son and his wife had a daughter. And my first, and she might be my only grandchild, but finally a girl in my life. But what I noticed was that even when she was like five weeks old, if she was trying just to smile, it was like, good job. And it was everything got reinforcement, but it was always not, oh, you're terrific. It was always good job. And when, as she got older and we'd go to the playground, that's all I was hearing. Good job. (laughs) And I liked it because I think it makes kids feel important that they're doing something, you know, worthwhile, whether it's swatting at a mobile or learning to dress themselves, you know, every little step is an accomplishment. And so that's really where the idea came from. And George in Good Job George is very proud of himself for everything he can do, but he gets a little carried away and sometimes tries to help when it's not called for or you're not really listening to what your mom and dad have told you. And it can wind you can wind up where you're in a big mess. And so that's sort of the trajectory of good job, George. I wonder if I say good job enough. I hope I do. I don't know that that's one of my go-to phrases with my kids. But uh, Well, your kids are probably... Yeah, they too can, old, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. Although actually this morning, my daughter, who's almost 15, was like, I made my bed. And I guess I was like, good job. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> finally, I wanted to say, but that's okay. That's funny. It's true. We do. There is this whole culture of praise now, right? That that we should, and it not just, it's, it's also like, you can't praise people too much. And then you have to right. praise something specific, right? We can't say, you're such a good artist. It has to be like, you tried really hard at that painting. (laughs) I love the effort you put into this. Yes, positive reinforcement, fight talent or not. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. Crazy. So is is Nancy ever going to meet George in this fictitious world? (laughs) You know, it's funny. My agent said to me, you know, Nancy's younger sister, Jojo, almost looks the way the artist has portrayed George. And he said, they look like they'd be friends, but I've, I've never thought of a kind of having a cross current like that. You never know. They could be cousins. Maybe you don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've, I've written a second book about George that's called George to the Rescue. Uh, oh, I love it. That takes place in a playground where, again, he's sometimes coming to the rescue where no rescue is needed. 
And as you know, Zibby, we have the same wonderful editor, Margaret Anastas, and it is great fun to edit and work on a book with her. And that's one of the things I really enjoy as a writer is just batting ideas back and forth. Once you have a manuscript to try and and make it better. And she is super helpful and creative that way. She is. I'm sure you found the same thing. I am such a huge Margaret Anastas fan. I, I told her, I was like, I feel like you need your name on this book on the front. You know, like we, I feel like we did it together. She's like, no, this is what an editor does. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. great. <laughs> but you being an editor also have your own, you know, you can put that hat on at the same time. So it's almost like your book has two editors right out the gate. Well, that can be a problem sometimes. You can start over editing yourself if you're a writer who's also an editor and I definitely found that with the first book for grown-ups that I wrote. I must have rewritten the first 50 pages like a zillion times. I was driving myself nuts. And tell me more about that book. Oh, well, <laughs> actually, this brings up another connection we have. My kids went to a school in New York, and it was quite a really good school academically. It put a lot of pressure on kids. And after my younger son got into college, I suddenly got the idea of writing a mystery where the college counselor winds up murdered at the school. (laughs) So you were really happy about the college placement? I was, I was. (laughs) But it was this sense of relief and never having to think about it ever again. And so the book is called Dangerous Admissions. And then I wrote, the uh, the main character is a copy editor who's always correcting mentally other people's grammar. And actually the kind of mistake that a copy editor would pick up solves the mystery. Mm, Love it. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. 
But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So are you going to go back to novels for grownups, as you put it, or more? Yeah, I wrote a, I wrote a second one, and now I'm working on a book. I went to Smith a million years ago, and most of the book takes place in 1965 with girls who are very good friends their freshman year, have a huge blow up, stop being friends. And then it's the same group of characters 50 something years later going back for their 50th reunion. <laughs> I love so. that. Amazing. It's almost like the big chill-ish, right? Did you watch that movie? I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was only a weekend, but anyway, that sounds great. And what are the, what was it like developing Fancy Nancy into a show? And like the fact that you'd created this character one day and now it's like had this huge lifespan. Well, Disney was just fabulous to work for. And at the very beginning, they consulted with both the illustrator, Robin Price Glasser, of all the Fancy Nancy books, and me. But once they got down the basics of the show and how they saw it progressing and what directions they wanted to go in, we really had very little input. They knew what they were doing I don't know how to write a TV show or produce it. So except at the beginning, there wasn't much involvement. And they also were writing their own books that were based on episodes of the TV show. So I was not working on those either. But I got to know the writers and the producers and the main director of the show, quite well. And they were just, they were just wonderful. Wow. How exciting. Is this where you thought your life would go? You mean children's books? You're just your whole life. Like when you were a little girl, did you hope it would go this way? Is this, would you have had any clue? Oh, I don't think I had any goals as a child (laughs) other than like to win the next Monopoly game or something. And I was not in college an ambitious person at all. I kind of, I fell into my career really. But it was at a time when a lot of jobs were just low-hanging fruit. If you wanted to get into publishing and you were in New York, you could do it. Now it's much different. I wouldn't have needed to be much more goal-oriented if I wanted to get into publishing now. Wow. This whole this whole thing has been a bit of an accident. <laughs> well, circuitous, let's say. Circuitous. Yes. I love that. Has there been anything from meeting all these young fancy girls and bo- and hopefully boys from, although I don't know if you've gotten to meet as many, but that you've taken away and been surprised by or that's informed your next book or, you know? Well, with my, with my granddaughter, just being in the playground and watching, there was one little boy in the playground she most often goes to, and he was the kind who was 
sort of in everybody's business and trying to make sure everybody was doing what they were supposed to be. And there were times uh, with Fancy Nancy when I would, I can remember being at one book conference and there was a little girl who had her doll with her and her doll, I mean, it wasn't that huge coincidence, was wearing the same outfit as another doll. And so all of a sudden I thought, oh, I've never done a book about dolls and maybe dolls getting mixed up and ending up with the wrong owner. And yeah, other times there were ideas that popped up. Mainly it was just how funny the kids were at events and what they would say to you. There was one little girl was down south. It was was in Oxford, Mississippi at a bookstore. And when she came to get her book signed, she whispered in my ear, I like to call my underpants my privacy shorts. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, well, that's fancy. (laughs) Yeah, and there were were just always comments. I bet. Like that. Oh my gosh. The doll, wasn't it? Mirabelle, Lavinia, Mirabelle. Oh, yeah. Mirabelle, Lavinia, Chandelier. Chandelier, yes. Oh, my gosh. We read that one so many times. So (laughs) funny. Wow. So what would your advice be for aspiring children's book authors? I would say read as many, if you want to write a picture book, read as many picture books of the kind of picture book you would like to write yourself. See how the story is structured. I'm not the kind of editor or writer who really would ever be good at doing like a mood piece (laughs) book. I like something with a beginning, a middle, an end, a real story. And what I always do is I page out a manuscript when I've got a, a whole rough copy of it and see if something is happening from page to page. And if it's not, if it's just talking heads, you don't have a picture book. You need action. And you almost can think of spreads as being like chapters where often something is left a little hanging and then you turn the page and you find out what happened. So I would read a lot. I would try, most picture books are 32 pages and start on page four or five and just see if you can lay out what you've written and does it add up to a 30 page, a 32 page picture book. And the other thing I would advise is not to get too message heavy. You want a story to have meaning, but I don't think there are many children who like to get preached to. Mm -hmm. And I've come across an awful lot of books, manuscripts, and in my career where they're really a message and a pretty obvious message. You want meaning through what happens to a character. And the character is the most important thing and what happens 
to that character. And that will have meaning, but it should be in the background where you're reading to find out what happens next, if that makes sense. It does. That's good advice. Last question. What are some of the books that you've worked on as an editor? Oh, well, now I mostly work on a series that I created about, oh, I think it's almost 22 years ago. They're biographies for kids sort of 7 to 11. And the series originally was called Who Was. It still is called Who Was. But we added on what was books and where is books. And each one, they black and white illustrations and there are 112 pages. And there's, again, they're strong on narrative, not just reeling off the facts of a person's life or what happened at the Battle of Gettysburg, but a strong narrative pull, again, to keep readers wanting to find out what happens next. And there are now 300 books in the series. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, of course I know the series. Wow. That's exciting. Amazing. Well, Jane, thank you. This is really exciting. And thank you. I'm so had, when I was on the floor me. all those years that I wasn't working and I was at home and reading the Fancy Nancy's a thousand times a day, like the idea that off now in the future, 10 years later, I'd get a chance to interview you. It's pretty Well, it's exciting. wonderful to talk to you. And I, again, I'm very happy for you with Princess Charming, and I'm sure it's the first of many to come. Thank you. Thank you so much. From your mouth to Margaret's ears. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll see you at our event soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks. So Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. If you like this podcast, you will love my new anthology called Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. Check it out, and you'll hear from 49 authors about all sorts of things moms don't have time to do. All the authors have been on this podcast. Also, check out my TikTok, at with Zibby and Tracy, my other podcast, Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy. Check out Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. And of course, my new publishing company called Zibby Books. And now back to our daily author interview site and a quick hello from some of my kids. Hi. Hi. Hello. Enjoy the show. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.